You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. Go ahead, get out your system. Go ahead, start singing, man. <laughs> uh, uh. Hey, what's up, everybody? Bingus for doing, and we're doing well. The, I, the intro was I had to. I can't just. Look. Okay, hold. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> she tried. She, she tried. She did. Yeah. Poor thing. I need you to learn the words, okay? I know. I think for my spirit, and sometimes it comes out. The spirit with spirit. Uh, shower singing. Yeah. In the car singing. Behind closed doors singing. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone, thank you for tuning in. Bingus for doing, and we're doing another episode of R&B Divas Los Angeles Season One, Episode Three, titled "A Chapel Full of Divas." I'm your host Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce the panel. And my name is Megan Thomas, also known as Meg Soup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm Larice Peoples. And Alfred Thomas is not in, but he'll be back next week. So we're going to just do a little uh, uh, scene by scene of what happened. So Army Divas, it opens up with um, with Little Mo Claudette and Don at Claudette's house. And <laughs> they're talking about... Little Mo has to crack her toes every couple, every five minutes, and then Cla- Weird. and then Claudette has TMJ, which I never heard of, where she clenches her teeth when it's, she sleeps. It's yeah, something mandibular, temporal uh, mandibular joint syndrome. There we go. All right, there I used we to go. have that. I used to have it. No, I have bit. it. So. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I have TMJ. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Temporal mandibular joint syndrome. Is it like because of stress or just? Well, I get mine from stress. So it'll get in my sleep, I, I, I smack it. and chew in my sleep. You probably do, fat kid. <laughs> I won't even tell my bad sleeping habit, but <laughs> I snore. You look like a snore. No, bam. I don't. I don't snore, but I'm not. He's like, uh, bam. He drool. wakes up in the middle of the night just by scream and go back to sleep. No, <laughs> I'm a I'm a very wild sleeper. So like I my I'm everywhere. Uh, you wake like, up in another somebody else's house. Like, what am I doing? Here? Like, I started like put the toe, but now I'm like head <laughs> toe to feet. Uh-huh. But so at this com- so at the house, there's a conversation, and Don says that she's nervous about this whole monologue, and so she wants to just expose her story, and she wants to get over. It. So what do you guys think about um, the monologues? Do you think it's something to be nervous for? What? I mean, I'll say this. I think it's very weird to me how they're all performers Mm -hmm. and how you've been on a stage in front of millions for years. So I guess I can see why it's a little scary. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're still on a stage performing, regardless if it's with three other people or by yourself. I think the biggest issue is that 
they're telling their story. Yeah. And I think it's a lot it's a lot harder, you know, where you're kinda singing a song and performing for other people, but now you let you inviting people inside of your life and you talking about your hurt, your pain, <laughs> your success, your failure, your rights and your wrong, your pros and your cons, where you're letting people know inside of you like I'm telling the world where even when I went wrong, the abuse that I may have like received, mental, physical, emotional abuse. So it's a lot harder versus just going on the stage and performing. And in addition to that, particularly Don, uh, she was in a group. They didn't write any of the songs. And so they were singing songs that was given to them and they performed it. You know, it's revealed. Like none of the women knew that Don was made for seven years, how she's in a new relationship. So there's a lot of information that the role doesn't know. And so she has to reveal that because we only know her from Lucy Pearl and we know her from uh, In Vogue and we know her as allegedly being a difficult one, but we don't know, know who knew that she was made for seven years. So I get yeah. where she's coming from. You know, from that perspective, at least. But I, mean, I think you know. it's a struggle with every with each and every single one of the divas because they have to kind of first you have to kind of put it together in a format to deliver to people, and at the same time you have to. What's your time limit? How much are you willing to tell? You know, what can you possibly get through when you're doing this monologue? So I think in a way, I think it's more of like a team builder exercise for all the divas. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, they're kind of expressing their hurt and their pain and what they were, what they want the world to view them as. Right. And- I mean, but I'm sorry. You're on a reality TV show. What, what, <laughs> mm-hmm. To me, you're already telling the world your pain, your hurt, your day-to-day life. You can't get more intimate than that. And I guess that's why watching this episode, I kind of was like, Don, pull it together. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I get where she's coming from because, it's, again, this is a new experience with her by herself, putting herself on stage when she's used to being a, in a group. But again, you on reality TV. But this is my thing about the monologue. The monologue doesn't have to be a bad thing. It right. doesn't have to discuss all your hurt and your pain. Right. It can basically discuss your happiness and your joy and where you would like to go. You don't have to basically talk about your past. And that's what I think a lot of the women are viewing it as. I have to basically expose myself of my past. But they're not looking at it like, you don't have to. You can expose yourself of whatever you want people to believe in you as of right now. Not mm-hmm. your past. Because what is your past going to do for you? Nothing. That's what he got therapists for. And then also, they're revealing their past to Army Divas, the reality show. Right. Yes. Little Mo mentioned that no one has ever asked her about her tattoos, and she reveals that the reason that she has so many tattoos is because when she was, she would get a lot of tattoos after, you know, someone would hurt her. Yeah. And so rather than... Talk about it. You know, she's talk like, about she it. Get she get a tattoo. Or slit her wrist. She said, she's like, I'm not a cutter, but yeah. I, I do get tattoos. I like my okay. art. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was honest, but let's move forward. And then so. Oh, and I, I must say this for all the ladies out there. I'm sure they noticed Don's shoes at or at uh, Claudette's house were impeccable. Just had to throw that out there. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Y'all are guys. <laughs> That's why. That's I, okay. didn't, I didn't pay attention to <laughs> her feet, but I do notice that little Moan's always on her phone a lot. Do you notice that? She's always. She? Yeah, yeah, she is. She's always. That phone is always in her hand. So I'm a, I'm a. Have some I love me. Little Mo. I feel like she's a friend in my head. I will say that. Michelle hey, is my favorite. She has such a her voice is just turns trips me up every single time. You was about to say turn you on. I, about, <laughs> I, I caught you. <laughs> I was about to say that, but uh, thanks, man. <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> my bad. It's just a squeaky voice action. I'm like, oh man, Michelle. <laughs> oh girl. Well, 
they were at Bugatti Lounge on Melrose. I was just there a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Uh, Michelle and Kelly, they were there. And so she reveals, Kelly reveals to Michelle how she wants to have the girls take a trip to Vegas because there's a, a, a Tori Russell has this thing called Broadway in the Hood where they put on plays and they were getting ready to do, uh, to do uh, Dream Girls, and so she felt that this would inspire the whole monologue. So right. they take a trip to Vegas. So now they're at Vegas. Is Kelly like the ringleader? Yeah, she orchestrates yeah. everything. Yeah, she's a ringleader, kind of like That's, Faith was in R&B yeah. Divas. There's always yeah. a ringleader. Yeah, she's like orchestrate everything. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is me, and everyone else follows. Yeah. I wonder how long that's gonna last. Mm, not for too long, according yeah. to the to, to the predictions for next week. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so they get they the ladies get to Vegas and they're all hanging out by the pool poolside. Mm-hmm. That pool situation was so so empty. You talking about how there's no one? It was no yeah, one at the in pool. Vegas, there's always somebody. No the one. They must have went at the pool at like seven o'clock in the morning. When they, nobody they, was they there. Might have been. I noticed that too. That there was there was not one person walking in the back. There was there was not a, um, right. a, a there no one serving the drinks. But if you notice that, if you notice, there's a lot of times where they're at um, restaurants or nobody's out, there. Nobody's there. Nobody so was I think there. What they do is either. they specifically try to get times when there's not a lot of background because sometimes it can get loud, overpowering. Yeah. You know? Well, when they That's were true. when they were at the Grove a couple weeks ago, when Don and Claudette right. was there, you saw all of the people walking by, standing looking at the. <laughs> right. Camera, but you like, saw the same thing when they was walking down yeah, the strip in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I mean, if they can control it, obviously you can't tell people get off the mm-hmm. street unless you have a permit that blocks the street. Mm-hmm. So I think as as much as they can control it, they do do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But my pool, the best thing about the pool was Miss Shantae Moore. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is my new favorite Wonder Woman. <laughs> she looks amazing. How old she, is she? 40? I want to say she's 46. She looks good. Oh, my gosh. Her body's banging. I, I give it to like, her. Like, serious. I had to, like, rewind <laughs> for her to do the twirl again. I was like, Shantae Moore. She's, I mean. She is so beautiful. She's hot. Her body and the yes. stomach was. But she was the only person that had a braiding suit on. She, it wasn't even a baby suit. It was a Wonder Woman outfit. Do a Wonder Woman, like, seriously? She's my favorite She's woman. funny. I like her. She's funny. She is. Yeah, she has too. a lot of character. Yeah. Agree. And then she reveals that she has this book called Will I Marry Me, which which was uh, one of the main topics for tonight or last night's episode. Oh, answer, why don't you answer that? How about that? That was an actually intriguing title. title. You know, I mean, you really kind of look at it. You look at yourself. You look at your qualities and your features. And you have to ask yourself, uh, and not just for women, but for men also, will I marry me? Would you? Yes. <laughs> would you, Bill? You should have knew Larice was going to I knew he was going to yes. I knew. Would you? Uh, I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> would you marry you? Not yet. No. Oh. Not well, yet. I could marry me right now. Well, I feel sorry I, for you and the person you end up with, which is I you. I do to myself. <laughs> You too. <laughs> I think you, you guys. I think you guys are gonna secretly get together soon next year, a couple years from now. I, I, I rebuke that. Oh, don't geez. put that on me. Let please. me see the bank account. I rebuke <laughs> that. So with the, so with the will I marry myself? Shantae says that this book is about reviewing herself and making a list of things that basically wish she marry herself. So I think that was really cool. And then um, I noticed again, Little Mo had her cell phone in her hand. I, she has a baby, okay. So when you're not with your baby, I can I get that. I give that to her. Okay. She might be checking on the kids. Okay, okay. I'm not arguing with you tonight. 
but we'll we'll get more into the um into the well I marry myself and then so once they get to the theaters Kelly um Little Mo Claudette and Michelle so they're there and they meet the cast of Dreamgirls yes Broadway in the hood from Broadway in the hood yay what do you guys think about that title uh different I mean it it clearly it tells you what it's about Broadway in the hood. Okay, I just want to you. Look at you. You want a, a nice, like, I just want to say something. Bougie ah. name. Broadway. Broadway in the barrio. I like. just, I wanted your thoughts. That's Broadway all. in the boutique. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But one of the questions that was asked to the girls was, what is the secret to longevity? And I thought all of them had great answers. Little Mo said to keep God first because in the entertainment industry, you know, there's a huge demonic force. Michelle Lay says, you know, you don't fail if you try. Claudette says your artistry and your talent uh, is your is your gift. And then Kelly says that you need to keep one person around you that checks you and lets you know that your stuff stinks. That is the truth. That is so true. And mm-hmm. people in this industry need more of that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you get to a level where you forget that you are, that you really are just a normal person. Mm-hmm. And all these people saying, you're great, you're wonderful, I love you, all this all the time. Sometimes you forget. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be humble. You have you have someone that, that checks you? I have like five people that check me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I will say so. You don't have any people. You know, we I, need to find some people to check you. Well, find me some people. Here. We'll start with me. Put your phone down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bam? How many people you have checking I, you? I, I got a new friend. Uh, I have a couple. He's one. He texts you. Mm-hmm. Why don't you return the favor? That's <laughs> 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 right. I'm letting slide tonight. It's the first time I've seen it in a couple weeks, so you know. I'm just trying to make her feel good tonight, but wait till next week. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You Thank guys you. are hilarious. And so I thought it was great that they were there to answer questions for the cast. And then something that Kelly mentioned was that growing up in the projects that, you know, people didn't come to them in the projects. There were celebrities and, and, and artists, right. you know, didn't come to help them. So I think it's really good what they're doing, although she wasn't there, but... I mean, at the same time, I think, like, with anyone who has any type of success to kind of give back to Mm -hmm. those underprivileged. Because a lot of times people need mentors, Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to accept mentors. They they don't even know how to guide their ways. So I think what they did when they came to the um, theater is that they gave them insight of things that they need to do and pretty much like a format. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the steps. This is what you need to do in order to be successful. Kind of, here's your rules. You know, also continue, like, it's like growth process. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, for them, it worked for them you know i hope it worked for the kids for anyone who's out there pursuing a career or want to be successful you got to have some type of foundation in order to be successful totally agree yes and our foundation here at after buzz tv only gets better if you help us out so we've got this great movie called adventures of serial buddies which was produced by maria menounos and kevin undergaro who also are the founders of after buzz tv it's hilarious it's funny right laugh out loud it is. Adventures of Serial Buddies is great. It's a serial buddy killer movie. I can't really tell you what happens, but I will tell you it's hilarious. And Maria's in it. And Kathy Lee Gifford, Henry Winkler, Christopher Lloyd. Beth Bears. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their mama is in this. <laughs> so make sure you check it out. All you have to do is go to SerialBuddies.com, download the movie, and your contribution helps us here at After Buzz TV so that we can continue this programming with no commercials, no stoppages, nothing like that. <laughs> so help us out. Go to SerialBuddies.com. Well, all right. Stoppages. 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 You like that, right? That was, that was good. Shante Moore and Don were in a restaurant, and so... 
they, again, they're still they're still getting to know each other, so they're asking personal questions. And so Shantae asks, you know, are you dating anyone? And Don reveals that she's dating a guy from Wales for six months. Wales. Wales. I'm sorry. Yes. Wales. For uh, for six months. And he came to the States because of his ex-wife, who he was married to uh, for 11 years. Yes. And Shantae says, oh, I didn't know that you were married. So what do you guys think? About I mean, that that conversation, I just think she have like a very secretive life, but no one really knows anything about. No, Don. I don't think it's that. I think it's that they're getting to know, like they're you know you, these women aren't like best friends that they've been hanging out yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. I think this show has helped bring them together. Some of them didn't know mm-hmm. each other beforehand, and I think they're just you know. I just, know I just think with Don, no no one really knows Don's backstory, mm-hmm. and I think this like the show is really kind of like letting people know what her backstory is. But I mean, let's think about it. All of these women, except for the fact. Uh, except for Shantae and Kenny, who they were publicly married. They had albums together, so you knew that they were married. Um, I didn't know that they would have been divorced for a couple of years. And so they're in that age bracket, and they all were a part of the 90s where they're not blogged about all the time. So you don't really know their business and who they've been married to because they're from a different they're, – they're from the 90s. They're not a part of this whole thing where they're being blogged all the time or they're on you know, talk shows and just telling all their business. Yeah. So – I do think that Don is a little secretive, but also at the same time, I don't think we know any of their stories. We didn't know Claudette's story. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, they haven't been around in a, in, a, in, a, in a while. I don't think she's secretive. I just think, like you said, she's from a different era where people weren't blogging like they are now. So Facebook I think, wasn't popular. Exactly. And I think the, these women, they kind of get the best of both worlds because now they're part of the <laughs> reality TV era where now people are going to know more about them. They're pushing their brand out there. But they're also from a time period where they, they can literally go be normal for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They can go to the store with rollers in their hair if they want to. Nobody's going to bother them. Nobody's going to put them in People magazine. They might now that they're you know in reality TV. But I guess that's why they get the balance. They get the best of both worlds. Yeah. And Don also reveals, you know, she had well, she revealed this to, to Misha Lane, but she uh, informed Shantae that, you know, she was married for seven years to Andre. I forget his last name, but he also had three kids outside the marriage. That is weird. How do you not get your wife pregnant but go have three children with other women? I mean, she did say she had some reproductive stuff going yeah, on. So, so she, it might have been that. We don't know. I mean, yeah. we don't know. But you never tell. I mean, why do why do people cheat in first place? I don't know. I don't cheat, Megan. Okay, I'm an honest (laughs) guy. I can't stand her tonight. (laughs) Oh lord! (laughs) And so (laughs) Don says that you know she's had the career, but she's never had the kids, and she's never been a mother. And that's really Don's story for uh, for this season for LA um, for the LA R&B divas. She really wants kids. She says she has a couple eggs left, and (laughs) she she wants a kid. So that's funny to me. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't. You know, why is that funny? No, because she's like, I got a couple of eggs left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's 44. A lot of women at this age, it's, I mean, Halle tough. Berry has shown us that you don't have, there's apparently not a cap yeah. on when you can have a baby. So, I mean, she's got some time left, hopefully. But I, I just but hope this, it seems like it's consuming her. And I feel bad for her because, you know, as a woman, unfortunately in society, especially back in the day, your worth was determined by if you had children or not. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not that bad nowadays, but I, I just feel like... Girl, if you can't do it the natural way, there's plenty of children that need a mama. But th- I'm sorry, that's different though. Okay, but I'm saying, here's the thing. If you really want to be a mom and your body will not let you do that or timing, circumstances, man, whatever, you you can't do that. If you still want to be a mom, you can still be a mom. 
I mean, that's true, but that's at the same time, it's not like having natural birth, I think, is the biggest thing with her, where she kind of feels like is one. With any woman, they rather have a child naturally, right. their mm-hmm. own child, versus a either going adopting a child or having a surrogate mother, right. for whatever the reason. But, I mean, I think, like, you, I agree with you. I think she allowing it to c- consume her life so much that it's not making her as happy and successful as she can possibly be. Yeah, and, I mean- and especially when... Kelly has kids. Claudette has all three of them. Kids. Have they, they, kids. they all have kids, and if and and they've all had they've all had success, and so now she's around a lot of women who's had kids. They've had birth. I mean, it's just I, I know for me, I feel it's different to to adopt a kid versus being pregnant and having a child inside you. There's, it's something that. It's something that if you're not a woman and you've never dealt, you've never, you know, gone through that experience, it's just something that you can't, you can't really understand. No, and I agree with you. I, I'm not saying that they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, if you can't do it the natural way, there's mm-hmm. another way. Your your chances of being a mom are not over. So that's all I'm saying. And I think the reason I put that out there is because it seems to be consuming her life the way it's yeah. overwhelming her. Mm-hmm. You can still be a mom. Yeah. You know, you can still be a mom. Even if your child doesn't come the way that it, other people's children have come. And and women go through this all the time because you'll see a lot of women that go, they're pregnant and they want to have a regular <laughs> vaginal birth. And they can't. Mm-hmm. They have a C-section. Now they feel like, oh, my, I was cheated. This was not the way I planned it. But at the end of the day, you still got a healthy baby and you're happy. So yeah. I use that example to say there's still a way. You can still be a mom. You know what else I, well, what else I think is eating, Don, is the fact that... She was in a marriage for seven years, yeah. and her ex-husband had three kids outside right. of the marriage. So I think mentally, that really messed her up. Right. Yeah. So That's sad. It, it is, but, you know, let's move forward. And so you have uh, Little Mo Michelet and Claudette. They're walking down the Vegas Strip. You know she's. You know she's talking. Is a wig? Is, a, is that a wig? She's it's a weave. Yeah, so it's she. A weave. But she was saying it. They they could blow off. Yeah. Okay. I got that. Or she I might get have it now. Clippings. Or yeah. She, you know, so she know. was talking about her, her weave, and she was doing the the famous patch your weave, ladies. Patch your weave, ladies. And Michelle reveals that <laughs> you know she wouldn't marry herself and that she's had a fake marriage. Little Mo didn't know this and you know Little Mo, <laughs> she's nosy. So she's like trying to dig all into this whole situation. What is that? What exactly is that? Because I tried to go look it up. So a fake marriage? No, Little Mo's, I mean, excuse me, uh, Michelle said that she was in a fake marriage. She didn't realize that she was in one until the IRS came and told her that. So was there never a marriage license file? Did she, I guess, I'm assuming she had a wedding, right? Because she I'm, thought she was married. I, yeah, I'm assuming that because I don't know, I'm assuming she was married. There was a ceremony, but maybe the maybe the papers or the documents weren't valid, or maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe he was married to someone, to else. someone else. So that okay. nullifies if you're if right if you two are married. Don't be putting me with if Larice and Mexico. If you guys, if you guys are married, and then. You have a ceremony, but Larissa is married to Marissa already. Then your marriage is not yes. valid. Okay. Boom. I just want to see what that is. And if you happen to know the answer to this question, make sure you hit us up on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and comment. Let us know is what's the reason that Michelle A wasn't really married. Put it on our comments. You can also find us on YouTube, After Buzz TV channel, and and let us know what you think. Give us five stars. Mm-hmm. Please, five yeah. stars, right? Five. Yes. What do you think about the little dig mo 
little more reference in regards to you can go you can um you can go through pain and be paid for it. She's kind of alluding a little bit that is Shante doing this because she's getting paid. What do you think about that? Or do you think that was just... Are you talking about the book? Yeah. Um, I mean, at the same time, I, th- I think that, that anybody who kind of writes a book, kind of tell it's a tell-all story, a telling they pass with their history, <laughs> it's some type of pain associated with the book. And I, I think that Shante has a right to tell her story. You know, I think, like, the title of her book, Will I Marry Myself, it's, it's a great title. It's a great title. And, and people will look into her life and what it means to marry yourself and give them a clarification like and actually probably do a checklist of themselves am i at the place in my life where i need to be am i like love finan- financially physically mentally or how can i actually improve myself overall yes if it's a cash payout let it be a cash payout i mean what's the difference with singing songs when you pin a song that's usually you know if it comes from the heart that's your pain and you're singing about your pain you can pay for it so what's the difference get that money I don't have an opinion. I just like to hear your opinions. I'd like to hear your opinion. So what? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, of course. I, I don't have an opinion. Of course. I, don't, I think it's a great. I think it's a great book. I think it's a great title, and it can really. Um, you can really uh, answer a lot of questions for yourself. But you know, whether if she's doing it because for the she money wants to get paid, so what? Who cares? I say make your money. You know, if y'all wrote a book, I buy your book. Support the team. I buy your book, but I probably wouldn't read it. Just, Just kidding. Well, the red carpet. <laughs> Kelly's not there, and there's an. I'm sorry, not red carpet. There's a pink carpet, and the girls all arrive there. What seemed interesting to me was the girls seem not unprepared, but they didn't. I don't. Did they know that there was going to be a red carpet? They all just walked in. They were chewing gum, and they looked like they were just going to the play. They didn't seem they. There are expressions on their face. They seemed a little shocked once they got to the pink carpet. What did you... I think, yeah. Go ahead. I, mean, I feel the same way because I think that... I mean, and, and it, this could be editing, mm-hmm. but I don't... It, it looked that as though Kelly didn't really tell them what she was doing until the last minute because you see how they answer the the mm-hmm. lady that was re- doing the reporting the corresponding on the pink carpet yeah they're like uh, she had the show I have, to, know, I, I have to give it to Don as a true you know when you're in a singing group sometimes when there's drama right. you remember how they used to make up stories of why Latavia and Latoya couldn't make performances like as a group member you always have to you learn to cover yeah. right. for when people can't do anything and so Don immediately was right. like oh she had to fly out right yeah yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I think that they should have probably been a little more prepared. I think since Kelly invited them there, she should have said, hey, guys, I'm definitely not going to be there. This is the reason why when you get there, because that's what you do with your guests. You know what I mean? If you can't be there, you, you make sure everything is convenient and easy for them because they're your guests. I just think there's a lack of communication on Kelly's part. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because, like, again, it was like one of those team building exercises, like y'all coming out with, to Vegas to see – um, Broadway in the hood to kind of help you transform your thoughts and your vision into your monologue. But they get there, they probably think it's a regular play where, hey, I'm just going to go in and watch the play. When they came around the corner, it's like, oh. There's a couple of things that <coughs> I did not like about Toy Russell. When they were on the red carpet, they asked Don the question she covers for Kelly. And then the guy kind of stopped the press and said, you know, we were really hoping for Mrs. Price to, you know, to be here, but we're going to ask you to step to the right. What? Yeah, I think that was real rude because they're probably one of the biggest celebrities that was at the event that night. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think it was real rude of him. But we don't, we also don't know the reason why. 
They it don't matter. Him. I thought it was rude. It is what the TV saw. But he everybody saw yeah. rude out there. He stopped the entire media he to did. make that announcement and said, "Step to your right." That, I, I mean, I we all do red carpet. You know, I just I think it was rude. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he he definitely could have used a little more tact and went to mm-hmm. them individually and said, "Hey, off the mic." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you guys keep walking? Yeah, to stop. I, I don't know. <laughs> and they were all looking like you know what the hell. So then the play starts, and again, I have to. I love Little Mo on her phone, and so Little Mo, <laughs> Little Mo, Little Mo's on her phone, and this is. You know, I'm a church boy. A typical church form. Little Mo is playing on her phone, and then the girl gets into singing, and she's not even paying attention to the stage. But she hears a she hears one of them them, them church growls, and she's like, "All right," and she's just looking at her phone. <laughs> right? That's what we is that what we do in church? That is, we be doing is. other things, and somebody down. and somebody, ah, mm, all right. I love it. Don't see nothing at all. Little Mo, get off your phone. Right. Yeah. She's very supportive. But I will say, um, those singers from Broadway in the Hood did an amazing they, job. Yeah, they they were it was great. Very good. Yeah, very ab- good. absolutely. Then during the intermission, Tori Russell comes over and says, I was hoping <laughs> that you guys can join the stage, maybe sing or speak. It would be a blessing if you would do so. Don't throw people, rel- people don't- always throw in Jesus in there, something religious, like it's something for the church, it's something for the underprivileged. Only if y'all can do this, I would greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. After you don't kick me off the carpet, I yeah. think. Ooh. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I do. What? I'll say this because I, my whole view is you've got a gift, and your gift will always make room for you. And so sometimes you share your gift, and maybe that means you don't always get paid for it, but you'll be taken care of if you truly believe that my gift is here to bless other people. That's why you so, said to us. Yes, that's why I sing to you guys. Okay, so you were at the Beyonce concert because I saw on Instagram. I you sure was, did. You was at the Beyonce mm-hmm. concert. There. there were probably plenty of celebrities there. So because Beyonce is at a concert, if there's twenty, if Prince and a totally whole bunch different. of no, it's not. That's a, this is a charity event. So what? Who cares? They're there to watch the musical. They're not there to to bring okay, up the all musicals the musicals. It's done again, and I, I guarantee you, there's nobody in that place that was like, we don't want to hear from these women. But I'm sure everybody in there wanted to hear from them. I think but, Kelly but, just set them up overall. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. I, I, it, I, I think overall, what Kelly did, she in her absence, knowing that hey, it's an opportunity for the girls to kind of do something together. And she mentioned that she she remember that's what Kelly says later on. She's like, oh, I should have told y'all they're probably gonna watch all mm-hmm. the scene because they did that to me. But again, also also as professionals, you know, they're all standing around like you don't ask five women solo artists to just oh, can you guys sing something? You know, like no, little. He, in his defense, he did say say something or sing something. He's right, but he only. I feel that I felt that Tori only said that to kind of clean it up. Yeah. He first said, "If you guys can come up and sing something," and then when they was all looking at him like he's crazy, or you know, if you guys want to speak or say something, he was he was yeah. he was um okay, he was but, covering I mean, his ass. But who do, okay, if you've got these great women, you can't sit here and tell me at your event, at your charity event, you got these five women. You want to ask them to come up there and say something or sing something? It's no. up to you. I, here's the thing: they can always say. No, but at least I asked and I put it out there. I personally would never do that because you you, you don't know you don't know these women. You could 
you can get cussed out. Okay, they're, I'll take that chance. The point is, they're you, there you to, never know unless you try. They're but, there to watch the show, not get up and sing. Just because a person is a celebrity does not mean that every time they attend somewhere that they should be obligated to act the No, they're not obligated. The they can time. say no if they want to say no. But the point is, I don't fault the guy for asking them. This is a... You have to understand, first of all, Vegas is actually very small. When you leave the Strip, it's really kind of a small town. So for them, they're excited. They're in the hood. These kids don't see celebrities every day. So when you have them in your presence, the the mindset is a little bit different than somebody who lives in big in a big city like L.A. or New York. You're going to want to take advantage and capitalize on who you have there. So I don't blame him for asking. And they could have said no. I just think the bigger thing is that he should have act in the beginning instead of intermission. So it kind of gave him some time to think about like what they really want to sing or do, even if they want to do it. But it was kind of one of those on the spot, like you can't really tell me no because yeah. your friends are Kelly. And then on top of that, it was doing intermission, so that means they had to miss they had to miss the second the the second act of the play that to is try true. to try and figure out what it is that you know they can do. Little Moat said that her throat was dry, the acoustics was not good, and that she was <laughs> and that she was half asleep. <laughs> So, I, and, and uh, I will say this: I was a little upset at how Don reacted. You know what? Don has always been like that, and I—I'm starting I, to believe the stuff. Everybody saying she's difficult. I'm starting to believe it. But yeah. you know what? I was watching a clip on YouTube when In Vogue were they were promoting something on I think Video Soul with uh, Sherry Carter. And they asked if they asked the girls to sing impromptu, and Don says, "You never ask a professional to to." She said, "You never ask a professional to sing impromptu because you don't know if they just woke up. You don't know if they're you know their if their voices are warmed up, and because they're professionals, they always have to give their best." So she no, she's always no, been I, like that. I, 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 I refuse she's... to believe that, and here's why: because if you're a professional. First of all, singing is a gift. It's not something that you just learn over time. You actually have to have a decent singing voice. Of course, you take lessons, but you actually have to be able to sing. No shade from this one. So what I'm saying is this. You can sing, okay? You can, we all know that you can sing. So for you to sit here and tell me that you need all this prep, all this, just say, I can't sing right now. Just say, I'm, my throat's a little dry. I would love to. This is your gift, okay? If somebody, if I'm good at doing taxes and somebody's like, you know what? Can you just add this number right here? Okay, it's nothing for me to look down and go, okay, that... Well, that's, that equals that. That's, that's the same thing. That's no, that's not no, the same thing. That's, I think it is. It's not, not I don't a think singer. It, I don't think it's the same thing because yes, someone may can sing, but again, um, you don't know what kind of you have to rehearse. When Claudette was like, "We're professionals," and Don says, "Professionals rehearse." That's what happens. But here's the thing: they all you got to do is something simple. You don't have to. But you know, I, and, and that to me, that is I, a personal. That's a personal preference of trying to be a perfectionist. That's fine, but don't say don't sit here and, and put it on all professionals that I've got to rehearse because if you got to sing a voice like that, you really don't need to rehearse. You might but, need to warm but, up no, real quick. No, 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 that's warm about up being real quick, a, but that's it. That's, but she's talking about we got to get in the right key. We gotta, I'm sure I that's why this, this is the but, thing though about being a music artist. Most music artists not gonna sing on on point when you ask them to sing. They feel like if I'm not in the studio, if I'm not performing and preparing to perform I'm not going to sing ask any person that you like oh I heard you had a great voice sing something for me they'll shut you down tell you no and I deal with this all the time because they just feel like if I'm not performing if I'm not prepared I'm not going to sing you don't know if they have been drinking there are 
your voice is an instrument. Okay, I get that. So but then just say, I don't want to sing. I can't sing today. I didn't warm up. My my voice is dry. I was but you dry. know, everybody Whatever. has a good reason, though. That's what I'm saying. Whatever your reason is, don't get mad at people for asking you. Just be glad that you got asked. There will come a time when nobody what, will ask you. What you mean, be glad? Tori, I'm sorry, but Tori, he was totally out of pocket for just asking him to get up and sing. Well, we will agree to disagree I, I, with that. I, again, but, like I said, I think you should have asked in the beginning, like, hey, you know, since Kelly's not here, do y'all mind saying something or even singing something for the audience? You just made me miss half of the show. I'd be yeah. salty about missing the show. Now, what I will agree with you, Meg, is how you had all of these women here and they could not figure out a one song. song. They could figure out song. a song. I was okay. like, I am yeah. spare everybody knows something. They could have one they, song. They could have chosen Whitney Houston song. Right. They could have chosen Mariah Carey, Aretha Franklin. They could have Shaka Khan. I'm every woman. Like, yeah. I think that was a BS, a BS right. reason that they, and then little most Hubs and he's right there on the piano. And so right. they could have now, with those with um with those many women it can be difficult to get all the 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 things together because right. you have you have don uh, you have Don and Shante who are who are different forms of soprano i think Shante's the first don's the second little Mose and high alto Claudette, I can't remember what what she is but there's a lot of there's a lot of blending that you have to make but at the same time, and, and like in an I event that. like that, you just kind of sing in your own course. In no, your own no, vocal. absolutely not. Yes. You don't do that. Yes, you do. No, you but, do not do yes, that because yes. then you sound you sound a mess. If again, you have you have Don who's a soprano, you have Shante who's a soprano. Their voices have to blend together. Okay, I who's, get that. I get that. But I will say this: Claudette made a good point. She did say somebody just take the lead, and then we'll just sing back. Exactly. You okay, can I, do that. I that's, agree. That's easy. I agree. They, I can do that. You want to hear? No. No. <laughs> You're Not right. Tonight. You're right. They could have one person could have sung and then the rest kind of, you know, kind of sent behind. Um, I just, it just it just irked me that Don walked away. And you could even see like Claudette was fighting for like, I mean, we're professionals. Like we can make this work. This is this is we can do this in our sleep. Yeah, that was her attitude. You saw that in her face. And then Donna's like, no, because professionals were Donna's a diva. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you know, what's interesting when it comes to singing impromptu, Don and Misha Lay are the two are they're the two who never want to get up and do uh, improv do you see how Misha Lay kind of looked like I don't think those two like to be caught on the spot Little yeah. Mo I don't think here Shantae kind of go with the flow and Claudette's kind of like whatever no, whatever yeah. she's just happy but Little Mo's husband says you know you didn't come out here to lose so sing something and so very supportive yeah very but right. what I thought well before I get into before I get into that so Little Mo they call they call her up to stage and so she asked the uh, other girls to come up and little mo is such she's such i guess a professional i loved how she got up and she made a little speech she spoke for the girls and her husband's on the piano playing right but as soon as she heard as soon as she heard her part she stopped singing and she breaks into thank you lord and i wanted to <laughs> i tweeted a little more and i said i could have just threw something at the tv because she takes me in every single yeah. time i love it she was yeah. like right. thank you lord right. this is what She's i'm talking a, about sharing your gift yeah this is what i'm talking about because so many people were blessed she could have sang a b c d e f g <laughs> and people would have been blessed because of her voice which is a gift I and i think that's sometimes people forget that you you get so caught up in your insecurities that you forget i can really sing this voice is used to help change nations 
And instead you go, whoa, I didn't warm up yet. I might be off. I might squeak a little bit. I had too much to drink. My throat's dry, whatever. Little, okay. I think a lot of people give excuses, though. Okay, my right. my example. And, Meg, you know, we dish you about your voice. You, you, you're you you're decent. <laughs> so, no, but, so I was going to say, <laughs> give us. Thank you, Lord. <coughs> may, 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 no, 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 no woman up. Just go. Just Th- do it. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, they gonna give me a contract mm-hmm. up in here. So my point, my <laughs> my point, and me having you do that. You're not warmed up. You're not warmed up. You sound a lot better. Okay, I sound like this every time. So what you trying to say? I'm never warmed up? Wrong. So, that was completely the wrong key. Uh, no, no, I can sing in whatever key I would like to sing. Oh, you want those? Boom. Oh. Mm. You were still flat, is my point. <clears throat> okay, you know what? But, and, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not talking about I'm not my singing, okay? Okay, so if the Lord had blessed me with the gift of singing, I would have busted that out. Yes, I probably would have cracked a little bit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. All I need to do is hum it a couple of times. When you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. You can sing, you can sing. I would have liked, did you guys notice Denise Williams was sitting or was standing on stage? Do you even know who that is? She sings Silly of Me, Got to Be Free, Let's Hear for the Boys. Well, she was on stage she was on stage with them and so why the hell didn't she sing? Why didn't they just ask Denise? I mean, she might sing? have. They just didn't show it. Oh. Because that would have been like random like yeah. She's not a diva. Come on. I know there's only a certain amount of time in a show, fam. So well, okay, so um now let's Thank. move to Sorry. The next morning. The next morning. She's here all night. She's here. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. And wait, wait, and the fact that you. I did. I felt that. And she like ran with it. I hear you singing. And how you had to go all into the mic. I am, because I felt that. I can tell. You guys well, just hating on me. Don't worry, because when I get a platinum hit, I don't want to hear nothing from so, one of you. Platinum's like two singles. So when they got to the room the next morning, Kelly says, "You know, oh, I should have warned you guys." <laughs> I thought they they pretty much they pretty much wiped their hands and said, "You know what." They didn't think it was cool, but they didn't. They didn't drag it on. Me personally, I'd have said so. Kelly, could you have told us that you had to do your uh, your open, open uh, mic talent? I think search? that was kind of a bad reason for her to leave because even when you're not there, you orchestrate the whole trip to Vegas. You orchestrated, hey, you know, this is my charity. Let me support my charity. But you rather go do an open mic night to fly to L.A. and come back the next morning for. I think it was just kind of like she didn't take responsibility, and I, I, and I just wish she would have did a. a, a a lot better than what she did, and, I, and every girl had, every diva had a right to be mad at her, you know. But I like how the ladies, uh, they addressed the issue, but they let it go. Yeah, right. And I mean, she should have just communicated to them. Yeah, I can't make it, guys. But uh, although I think that's the reason why she said let's go to Vegas because she knew she was going back for her event and, and she so could she, not. And so she had, she wanted to have the other girls cover on her behalf. Yes. I just think that she should have said something and although the girls kind of wiped their hands and there was no argument about it, um, <laughs> I do feel that That's Kelly, classy set of ladies. right. I do feel that Kelly should have just said, you know what, ladies, I should have warned you. I apologize right. or some, some form of acknowledgement that she messed up. That's where right. Kelly lost me, but you know, yeah. so then there was a pen and paper and, um, they, uh, Shantae had the girls get out, um, had, had them write down on a 
uh, piece of paper what their best quality was, describe the man you desire, your uh, weaknesses, what you bring to the table, are you good enough to marry, and then give vows to yourself, which set up for them going to the chapel in Vegas to marry themselves. What do you I guys think, think? I mean, I think that was like real good of like mm-hmm. Shantae. Again, it's getting to know each one of the divas, their pros and their cons, their hurt and their characteristics, what they admire most about themselves and what they would like to have in their lives. I think with any group of friends, like if you right. did it with your group of friends, friends, it might actually bring y'all close together so you can kind of get right. to understand each person for who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. But everybody have to be honest. A lot of people, they're not willing to be honest about themselves and what they admire because they feel intimidated about other people. And I just think what they did was a great thing. I, I totally think uh, um, Shantae says that she never her vow is to never compromise again and to be patient with herself which I thought was great a little most says she's pro- she promises to forgive herself uh, and she's sorry to self because she's never forgave herself and she wants to rebirth herself Don says that she wants to be more easy on herself not to blame and that it's okay that if she can't have a child Michelle says that she would like to to be a better me or be you know be better to herself claudette which i thought was interesting she says that she wants to um vow to value her worth and to love herself the way that she has loved everyone else and you hit it right on the nail last week when you said claudette you need to know what your worth was so i thought that was really good and then kelly's vow was to uh to lose the fear of never being homeless because she had she was homeless the first time when she was four years old and so she says that she always felt that when she was homeless that you live here but she doesn't belong yeah and she said she had to work so she never enjoyed her success because she was always like I'm doing I gotta make sure I'm not back on these streets I gotta make sure I'm not homeless and so when you have that mentality I can see why it's so confining Mm -hmm. every day you're in the studio you're singing like you're you're being a perfectionist all the time you don't even enjoy the gift you don't even enjoy what God has given you because you're so caught up in making sure I'm never gonna be homeless again so I, I applaud for that. I think all the all the divas that actually did a great um deal, you know, a great job of kind of expressing themselves and how they want to improve themselves and what they love the most about themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I applaud them for that because it, it, it takes a lot of hard work to do things, to even acknowledge your, your, where you're lacking in your life. And, mm-hmm. and, for, and the biggest part is actually trying to improve your life where you're lacking. So I kind of applaud them overall. I totally applaud them. They were honest. They completely released uh things that they were obviously holding inside mm-hmm. i just i thought it was a great moment and it seems like every week they reveal things and you're like oh wow that was really great but it seems like there's just more honesty and things that are being revealed and i i just i i my hats off to them i thought uh, it was just yeah. a really I'm glad great, they all got yeah. to, they got to wear their dresses yeah yeah, because Little Mo said, yeah, well, <laughs> Kelly, she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't fit hers, but yeah. Little Mo was happy because she got married, uh, in the, and she got married in the study hall doing, uh, after Bible study. So right. she said she got, so she's, she's so honest, Little Mo, right. you're so honest. I love it. So she, she didn't get a chance to, to wear, um, a white dress, so she mm-hmm. was happy. She said she got to feel like a girl. Um, just a great episode. This, yeah. this season yeah. is, it's, it's so refreshing to see, reality show with women where it's just a positivity they're expressing themselves they can disagree with something there's no bitch calling there's no in each other's face i mean it's, yeah, it's that really we know yeah. of. it's such a like well, yeah. mature group of women mm-hmm. where again like you said it's it's talking about their lives and how much they have grown and how much they are growing now mm-hmm. because again you got 
six individuals who really they knew of each other, but they didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. And now they really kind of get to know each other, expressing, you know, their hurt and their pain and their right. challenges in their life. So that it gives an opportunity to grow with each other as, they, again, they take on a new part of their life, new chapter in their life. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go into news and gossip. Let's do it. TV news. So we got a little bit of news here. Um, right. After oh wait wait all right all right now. <laughs> so after the Trayvon Martin uh, verdict came down, there's been a few different celebrities, um, singers, and artists that are not going to perform in Florida. They're boycotting the state because they don't like the stand your ground law. One of them is Stevie Wonder. So Little Mo wrote um, that. Ever since the verdict, a certain artist is boycotting the state of Florida. The fans don't deserve to be deserted. And that's what she tweeted. So she's in the mindset of just because you don't like a verdict, you shouldn't punish the fans for it. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of fans in uh, Florida who like C.B. Wonder, who's bought his records, and who would love to see him perform. So I I, I get it. But I mean, I think in in his personal time, for him... You know, he's from a different era where they, oh boy, you they, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when they, you're an artist, they you protest. use the, you, exactly Absolutely. you use that for social and civic issues. You don't yeah. use your celebrity just yeah. to be famous. He was he um, Stevie Wonder was one of the persons who was uh, very uh, pro- uh, he was very he was responsible for getting the Martin Luther King holiday. That's true. Yeah, happy birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> All you can do is just, just smile and just laugh. Yeah. I love it's this okay. show. Predi- <laughs> predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Ladies first. Well, looks like there's trouble <laughs> in the water for next week. Um, there's some kind of issue with a, a director. And it seems that Kelly walks out. I was... Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, overall, I, <clears throat> I think there's going to be a lot of issue with Kelly. Again, because he's the ringleader and, you know, everybody, eventually people going to disagree because, again, she's a, she's like the dictator of all these divas. And people have rumored that she was actually very much a diva this season. So maybe that's what we'll start to see mm-hmm. in the yeah. next few episodes. It's confusing. I was co- I was totally confused. Shantae said she was walking down the street, and I'm really confused about this whole thing about who's directing it. So hopefully we'll get to the bottom of yeah. that. And then Little Mo has a conversation or meeting with her ex husband, which you know Little Mo. She she's, said amicable. Yeah, amicable. Little Mo is, is she's so honest. You just you gotta love her. Yeah. Because we're all amicable in here. Absolutely, and we love that you guys are tuning in weekly to RB Divas. Um, season one after cap or after show <laughs> after show here on after buzz tv let's let everyone know where you could be found on your social media you can always go to instagram twitter and facebook and find me at meg scoop like scoop of ice cream and don't forget to go to serialbuddies.com download the movie and support us here at after buzz tv and you can also go to Instagram, Twitter, all your social media at True Peoples, T-R-U-P-E-O-P-L-E-S. Also check out TruePeoplesMedia.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Bam Erickson. And also you can catch me in the two latest magazines for ABC Soaps and Depth and CBS Soaps and Depth. I'm featured in um, some article for the Daytime Meme Awards. So go to your local grocery store, CVS, Rite Aid or whatever, and you can check me out in ABC and uh, CBS uh, Soaps and Depth magazine. So we want to Thank you guys for watching After Buzz TV, R&B Divas, 
LA Season 1, Episode 3, A Chapel Full of Divas. We'll see you guys next week for Episode Number 4. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Here in are those of the whole show, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.